Welcome on in here to First Pitch. Don't worry. We're right here, baby. And we got a full week of full slates following All-Star break. So we have that. What do we need? We need some guidance from the experts. I'm your host, Dan Alexander. And joining me today, I got Marco D'Angelo, Dwayne Bryant, and Adam Trigger. They're going to be getting you ready for Monday's MLB card. And let's start off with the founder or co-founder. I want to get Prez all pissed off right out of the gate. Co-founder of Wager Talk, Marco D'Angelo joining us. And Marco, let's start with a big game breakdown. Uh, now, I'm not sure if it was the all-star break or it was just playing the Nationals, but the 22 runs and three games for the cards, kind of just what they needed. What do you think? They get to stay home. Do the bats stay hot tonight? as they're hosting the Miami Marlins? Well, Dan, these two teams could be uh, classified as one of the biggest disappointments and one of the biggest surprises Mm -hmm. of the 2023 season. You look at St. Louis, and a lot of people had them uh, winning the NL Central. Not that the NL Central was that strong, but still they had them winning, not being uh, 11 games uh, under 500, uh, or excuse me, 13 games under 500. Miami, on the other hand, 11 games over 500, a little bit of a surprise. They're playing well, and uh, they've been doing it with pitching. Now, however, at the moment, it looks like these two teams are heading in opposite directions. You look at Miami, and they've lost five of their last seven, while St. Louis has won five of seven. They did come out of the break winning uh, some games against, as you said, Washington. But I always like to follow streaks in baseball. Uh, especially when you got a team that was expected to be better than they are. Mm-hmm. They came out of the break with momentum. They're winning right now. I'm going to ride them again tonight. And what I'm looking at here is, although Miami's had success this year, it's been basically with their starting pitching. Uh, but in the last uh, three losses, they've allowed five runs or more in all of those games. I'm going to ride St. Louis here. They're going to be facing – uh, Lazardo, who although has pitched very well for Miami, we always talk about young pitchers having the advantage over the hitters the first few times they see him. Well, St. Louis is going to get the luxury of facing him twice in a two-week period, and I think that's going to be the difference tonight. I'm going to take St. Louis, and uh, Miles Mikolas, this is a guy that's been up and down all year, but he is currently on the upswing. He has pitched 10 scoreless innings, got a strikeout to walk ratio in those 10 innings of eight to nothing, telling me he's had command of all of his pitches. Make it St. Louis tonight in a little, some people say meaningless stat, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways. On Monday nights this year, the Miami Marlins just two and 12 uh, for the season. And oh, by the way, once again, yesterday, people laugh at those days of the week. Dodgers now four and eleven on Sundays. Take it for what it's worth. Yeah, and and also for what it's worth, Marco. Uh, no meaningless stat if it gets us towards a winner. That's that's for damn sure. And I know our man now uh, Ralph Michaels, the pen himself, did a chart on that about teams on days a week. You can go back check that out here on Wager Talk TV and. Seemed like as far as the sample size that he was able to come up, there is some decent correlation on teams and days of the week. So looking towards St. Louis here, fading the Miami Marlins, and uh, might just be hearing about this one a little bit later in Best Bets. Stay tuned to hear about that. Let's swing it on down into my man Dwayne Bryant, WT.Buzz slash DB. 
This one, Dwayne, Yankees, Angels, it's all about recent form for me. So I'm looking forward to seeing how you're breaking this one down because the Angels, uh, what, it's seven of their last eight that they've dropped. The Yankees, they just drop a series against the worst team in the NL. So, um, I mean, somebody has to, to, to look better, right? There's no crying in baseball and there's no ties in baseball. So what? Uh, somebody's got to get the win here. Who does Dwayne think it is? Yeah, I mean, I didn't bet this game. I just think it's an interesting game to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, we got Severino and Canning going here. And normally in my handicapping, I like to find teams and, and starting pitchers to buy low on, uh, teams and starting pitchers that have been underperforming uh, compared to their baseline. Severino definitely qualifies here. I mean, if you look at his last two starts before the All-Star break, he was brutal. And I'm talking 14 runs, 19 hits. Four homers in just six and two-thirds innings. And that might actually be a little too low for me to buy on here. Uh, but then you look at three starts ago, and he pitched six shutout innings against Texas, which is arguably the one of the best offenses this season. You know, so it's a case of Jekyll and Hyde here. Which Severino do we get tonight? Uh, and, and I don't know. Uh, what I do know is that Severino has been a gas can on the road this season. Uh, and I'm not going to go through all the numbers, but just this trio of numbers right here tells you all you need to know. Uh, 360 batting average allowed, 1035 OPS allowed, 439 weighted on base average allowed. Uh, and, you know, Marco mentioned the days of the week. And something I like to look at, too, because baseball is such a long season where they play games almost every day for like six months straight, is I like to look at how these pitchers do and break it down by the month. And if you look at Severino's career numbers, July by far is his worst statistical month of his career. Uh, and then you look at the other side of this, Griffin Canning, uh, he's been better at home, but his last two starts, especially his last one, leave a lot to be desired too. Uh, and just like Severino, if you look at his career splits, July has been by far his worst career month also. Um, again, I'm not betting this one. If I had to bet this one, I'd be looking at the over here. Last I checked, it was nine. It's hard for me to not see both teams get to at least four runs here. Uh, it's factor in that L.A. bullpen uh, being so bad. They were just on full display again last night. Uh, so, again, uh, the only way I could look at this game would be to take the over. Yeah, it helps if I have the mic on, right? Uh, so, boys, I, what I was saying, though, is Dwayne's looking towards the over, and our man Sean Evans in the chat is hoping part of that over comes by way of an Otani home run. He's looking at the plus 275 on Otani to hit the dinger, and you know, Major League Baseball would definitely love seeing some more homers from Otani. That is for damn sure. Adam Traeger, your thoughts for big game breakdown. You're taking a look at the Dodgers and the Orioles and, and, and much uh, in, in contrast to the game we just talked about. Uh, two of the hottest teams in baseball are going to be clashing tonight. When I was just looking at this matchup, um, you know, it's funny because it's not every day you get the two hot teams facing each other. It's also not every day you get to see the Orioles and the Dodgers play because it hasn't happened since 2019. So you don't really have much recent history to draw on other than what we've seen this uh, this season. So, uh, Trey, how are you going to be looking to bet this one? Well, Dan, I I had this spot circled uh for, from, for some time for Grayson Rodriguez. So, and, and then I'll mm. talk about ultimately why I didn't get to the window with it and why you should just go bet it because the Dodgers own me. So I decided not to make this a client play. 
but I'm going to tell you why the Orioles are going to win, and they probably will win because I didn't bet it. So here we go. Orioles, eight-game win streak. They're averaging seven and a half runs a game. You alluded to, Dan, they're playing great ball. And the Dodgers are, too. I mean, the Dodgers, they lost yesterday, but they, you know, 14-6 and six their last 20 games, had a six-game winning streak going into Sunday uh, against the Mets. Uh, but the reason I wanted to back Grayson Rodriguez, so just a little background on him. Uh, coming into this season, one of the top prospects in baseball, number seven overall uh, in Major League Baseball was one of the top sort of prospects in the Orioles organization. Um, and, and they kind of had him tabbed late last season as a guy that would make the club out of spring training probably be in their rotation. Um, he didn't make the club out of spring training. And they went as far as to, like the GM went as far as to almost say that that, that was disappointing, like that they were disappointed in him that he didn't make the major league team. And he started the season at AAA Norfolk. Now, Kyle Bradish early in the year gets hurt and they call Grayson Rodriguez up and he gets lit up 13 homers and 45.1 innings. But I really think the issue with him was he just never had any confidence. The Orioles showed not, no confidence in him coming out of spring. They put, you know, they kind of told him he was going to, you know, be on the team and then put him back in AAA. Then as soon as they needed a pitcher, they they bring him up and it's like okay so now you know I think the mindset yeah you know, he thinks he's starting the year in AAA a week later he's in the bigs and I just think he got a little bit overmatched lost all any confidence he did have which happens to to you know young guys that that are a little bit inexperienced and then he just got blew, blown up like last five starts his ERA was eleven I mean he was just giving up home run after home run um, and so I, I think the Orioles put him in in sort of a, a bad spot. They, they bring him mm -hmm. back down to Norfolk. I've been, I watch like a ton of minor league baseball. I drag Dwayne to minor league games all the time. Um, so I've been watching him at Norfolk. 4-0, 1.69 ERA. He's been dominant. Seven starts, 54 strikeouts, and 37.1 innings pitch. And I honestly think that if he hadn't been up already and gotten hammered and he was getting called up now, this would be a way bigger deal than it is. Because like this guy had a, a ton of hype coming out of spring and last year as like sort of like one of the next, you know, big time pitching prospects. So I now think he's flying a little bit under the radar because I think the, you know, the person looking at the games, like the average better is just going to look, see the bad ERA and, and just be like, okay, the, the Orioles have some bum on the mound. And that's certainly not the case. Um, I think he's mm -hmm. going to be fine this time around. He's someone I'm going to look to play on. And, and he should give the Orioles a great chance to win this game because the Orioles have been as hot as any team in the league. On the other side, you know, the Dodgers, I joked about, like I, I had the Mets on Saturday, of course, and, and the Dodgers kind of found a way to win that game late. And they always seem to get me, but they haven't been great on the road. Like they're, they're 24 and 23 on the road. They've been much better at Dodger Stadium. So, you know, they remain on the road here after, after the series in New York, go to Baltimore. Emmett Sheehan kind of had his moment, six no-hit innings in his Major League debut. Since then, 6.14 ERA, uh, which is over his last three starts. I think I'm willing to play against him. Like, you you know, you talked about these teams not playing in a while. I think 2018, 2019. Mm -hmm. So there's unfamiliarity there. And I think I take what I consider to be the more polished pitcher at this point in Grayson Rodriguez um, than Sheehan to be able to sort of take advantage of, of a lineup that, that really hasn't seen them. Another thing I love here is the fact that the Orioles were able to win yesterday without using Felix Bautista and Yenner Cano. Mm -hmm. um, the Orioles bullpen war number one in the league. I have the Orioles rated as a top 
probably five bullpen in the league at, at any given time with, you know, the other teams that are up there. And even though they've won three straight games, they managed to do it and not burn their top guys yesterday who, who sort of needed a rest after, um, you know, back-to-back games where they needed to be used. So, you know, the Dodgers on the other side kind of had had a bottom, we'll call them a bottom half bullpen. I think they're getting better than they were earlier this year, but they still lack those like high leverage inning guys. They really don't have a closer. They never really replaced Kenley Jansen. So they get to the late innings and it's almost like a little bit by committee. And and just the pitching on the whole for the Dodgers, team ERA is, has kind of been terrible this year. So I really like Grayson Rodriguez. I think he's going to be really good now coming back up this stretch now toward the end of the season. He's a guy I would bet on. I mean, listen, the dot like Orioles, like you're not getting much value here. They've won eight straight and, and it looks like a cheap price to bet a really good Dodgers team, which it is. Uh, but I still think I like the Orioles in this matchup and I love Rodriguez now that he's back in the big. So he's a play on pitcher for me. I lean Orioles here and, and, you know, maybe next time out, he gets a better matchup that, you know, we make a client play, but I still like the Orioles in this one. All about the pitching tonight for our man, Adam Trigger. Check him out at wt.buzz slash AT. It's everybody's favorite part of the show. It's best bet time when we're swinging it right on back up to our man, Marco D'Angelo. Marco, let people know what you got going for $9 Monday before you let us know what you got going in this Tampa Bay Rays and Texas Rangers game. You know, I look at this and I think about the Rays having Shane McClanahan back on the mound. Um, I'm hoping his back is feeling a little bit better if you're looking to back the Tampa Bay Rays. But what do you have up, Marco, and how are you going to be betting this one? All right. Well, for my plays tonight, guys, I put everything in an all-access package for Monday, so you'll get everything that I have to offer. Uh, just $9. Uh, check it out. Uh, all the cappers today plays are $9, as they are every Monday at Wager Talk. For this one, guys, Tampa Bay and Texas, this could be a preview of the ALCS as these two teams are playing well. Now, Tampa went into the All-Star break uh, on a slide. This was the best team in baseball for most of the first half, but they had that slide right at the end, and it was a power outage that did it. This team was not scoring runs. Uh, They had a stretch there uh, where they scored just one, uh, one run, Uh, In like three out of four starts, it was not a good uh, run for them. Now they're scoring runs again. Uh, They've had six, four, and four, ten last game before the break. So that hitting slump is over. And now we're going to look at pitching. And you got two pitchers that have pitched very well this year. Now, as you said, you got back issues with McClanahan. But Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be fine tonight. Uh, And the thing about it is when he's on the mound, Tampa just finds a way to win. He's made 17 starts this season. His ERA in those 17 starts, 2.53. Now, we've seen a lot of pitchers that put up big numbers, but yet when you slide it over to what their team does in their starts, it doesn't always match up with the ERA. Well, it does here. 14-3 and three is Tampa in his starts. Now, Dane Dunning goes for Texas, and he's pitched well also. Uh, He's got an ERA in 12 starts of 3.26, respectable whip, 1.21. But that's only translated to a 7-5 record. Still a winning record, but not what you're seeing from Shane McClanahan. I'm going to go ahead and take Tampa in this one. And Tampa, when they've been installed as a favorite this season, they're 54-23. 
And Dunning, when he starts following a Ranger win, Texas is just 6-16 six and 16 in his starts the last three seasons following a win. I'm going to go ahead and take Tampa here. I like them better from top to bottom. I know Texas uh, can hit the baseball, but I think we've got a big edge on the pitching side. Uh, small edge with the starter, but edge with the uh, closers as well. Let's go Texas, or excuse me, let's go Tampa Bay over Texas as my best bet. So you're pulling the old misdirection there, but no, Shane McClanahan <laughs> back on the mound. I mean, he had a 15-day stint on the injured list, so uh, if they're feeling good enough to bring him off of that, uh, I'm kind of with you with what he's done this season. Hard to be looking the other way. That's the breakdown there from Marco D'Angelo. Check him out on $9 Monday. Also, check out my guy, Dwayne Bryant. He's got a best bet coming for you in the Detroit Tigers and Kansas City Royals game, but first, uh, Dwayne, before we get into that, man, I, I know this is the baseball show, but right around the corner is NFL, is college football, and somehow you talked like head office into giving out free uh, season access for you. So tell folks about that and then let us know who we're betting in this Tigers and Royals game. Well, Dan, I don't know that I've ever done a show with you. So first, uh, I just want to say it was a pleasure uh, being on the show with you today. Appreciate it. Uh, Likewise, I don't even know if I've done a show with Adam. It's funny. He mentioned uh, dragging me to minor league baseball games. And I was sitting here <laughs> this morning wondering when that when that next text was going to come. Hey, I'm going to be coming down to Reading <laughs> or wherever. Uh, you know, Marco, it's always good to be on with you as well. But I do a lot of shows with Marco. So that's kind of old hat right there. But uh, yeah, I mean, football is right around the corner. Uh, I was number one in college football last season uh, across the board in profit, win percentage, and ROI. Uh, I was number one in the NFL two seasons ago in profit, uh, number one the last two seasons combined in profit from 5% NFL max bets. Uh, so the deal that's going right now is basically you get to choose which freebie you want. Uh, option number one is if you grab my college football season package, you have the option to get my NFL season, the whole thing through the Super Bowl, absolutely free. Uh, if you buy my college football season, you can instead choose to get the rest of my MLB season through the World Series for free. Or uh, option three is you can get my college football NFL season combo package and get the rest of my MLB season for free as well. Uh, if you purchase the college football season package, uh, a member of our amazing customer support staff, We'll reach out to you to see which freebie you choose, whether it's NFL season or a remainder of MLB. Uh, if you purchase the college football and NFL season combo, I will see that and make sure that you are automatically set up to get the rest of my MLB. Uh, you can get that while it's lasts at bbbets.com. Uh, for this MLB best bet for the show, uh, I'm looking at the Tigers here. Last I looked, it was minus 130. Uh, we're listing Manning and Lyles here. And, I mean, I really wouldn't have to say too much other than the Royals are arguably the worst team in baseball, and they're 1-16 with Jordan Lyles on the mound, and I could probably stop right there. Uh, but that's only really the tip of the iceberg in this game. Uh, Manning's road numbers leave a lot to be desired if you just look at the numbers alone. But look at where he pitched those road games. He was at Colorado. Uh, Coors Field is good for destroying any pitcher's numbers. Uh, at Texas, arguably one of the best offenses of the season. At Toronto, another potent offense. And at Houston, another potent offense. So those are four, uh, you know, pretty damn good lineups there. You know, it's not like those road games and those poor road numbers were, uh, you know, made 
facing like the A's and the Royals. So, I mean, he's stepping down in class here. Uh, so that should help Manning, I believe, today. Uh, and I mentioned Lyles earlier, and he has been better at home. That's not really saying much. Uh, and while KC is seeing Manning for the first time this season, Detroit is actually seeing Lyles for the second time in a month. They just faced him June 19th in Detroit. I would think that that would favor Detroit's hitters here. Um, an interesting note, too, when you look at the Royals, uh, now they're equally bad home or road, doesn't really matter. Uh, but they're just 2 and 13 in the first game of a home series. And they've lost their last eight in that role. And it's the worst record they have of any series game in a home series. Then you flip that and look at Detroit. And they're the opposite. They actually start out good and get worse as a road series goes on. But they're actually 9-6 and six, uh, in the first game of a road series. And that's despite being an average underdog of plus 161. Uh, and that's their best record of any series game in a road series. Uh, and then you, 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 know, you close it out with Kansas City having arguably one of the worst bullpens in baseball. Uh, and Detroit, how often are they a road favorite? Uh, they've been. A, this is the sixth time this year they've been a road favorite. They cashed three out of the first five. They're favored for a reason here. Uh, I think it's a decent price for the Tigers here. I would. I would definitely take the Tigers uh, if it's still at minus one thirty uh, as my best bet for the show. And it's it's not a game that I'm I'm sure baseball fans are going to be lining up to tune in to watch. Uh, you know, start start contrast to that Dodgers and Orioles game. But uh, hey, if it's worth the look, who knows? Can cash just the same Tigers laying the spot around minus one thirty. Shop around, find the best price available on that one. Adam Trigger, you're going to get the last word from our experts before we get folks the gold sheet play of the day and when you're talking baseball people should be listening as you're on an eight and two bases run and you're number one at wager talk last 365 across all sports so trig miami marlins st louis cardinals we heard marco's thoughts earlier do we have two experts in agreement or we gotta get some boxing music going and we got a head-to-head matchup here between you and marco how are you betting this one no we agree here i'm on the cardinals in this game I usually don't do the month like Dwayne was saying. I usually don't do the Monday show, so we moved some stuff around. And then, of course, I said I would mm-hmm. do the Monday show. Forgot I was doing the show, so I forgot to let you guys know what play <laughs> I was on. And then I had already given out. I knew I wanted to give Cardinals for free. I posted on my page, so I like got nervous. I'm like, oh, I hope no one else is on Marlins. See, Marco's on the Cardinals, and you know, nice exhale because I always like to be on the same side uh, as him. <laughs> you know, makes me feel more confident about my bet. Uh, but yeah, I'm. Dan, I'm, I'm all in the Marlins fade in the second half here. Uh, my 5% play on Friday was the Orioles at one uh, going against the Marlins. And I'm, I kicked myself for not going back against them this weekend, but I didn't want to bet on Kyle Gibson and I didn't want to lay minus 160. Yet the Marlins still lost both of those games. This is a team that was 21 and six in run, one run games in the first half, despite having a negative run differential. Now they're 21 and eight. I don't think that's, you know, I, I think they're probably going to end up on the wrong side of some of these one-run games going forward because having a negative run differential and, and winning close games doesn't you know necessarily add up. But in this case, the Cardinals, so like I've gotten made fun of essentially this year for how high I was on the Cardinals, right? Like I, I came on these shows, I bet the Cardinals to win the National League, to win the World Series. I even came back and took some to win the division. That's probably not going to happen. However, I'm not giving up in this NL Central, who, who I don't think anyone really wants to win. 
uh, even though 11 and a half is going to be tough to make up. But I still think they're playing better. Uh, of course, they. You know, if you're just judging it based on the first week and out of the break, seven homers, 22 runs. Dan, you pointed that out earlier. Take two of three from the Nationals. And something Marco said um, that I agree with and is part of my handicap here is Miles Mikolas being on sort of the uptick a little bit. And, you know, he mm-hmm. pitched Friday in the rain-shortened game. So he's going on, like, only a couple days rest here. Uh, but he only threw 34 pitches before the, the game was suspended and he had to, you know, kind of get his uh, start cut short. Uh, but he he went three scoreless innings in that start, and he's just looked a lot better. And if you look at him against the Marlins since uh, 2018, since he came back to the majors from overseas, 3-1 uh, and one with a 2.72 ERA, uh, and that's over six starts. Um, and then on the other side, another thing that Marco made a great point about, and I always say this, if a guy comes out and deals and then the team gets him like two weeks later, uh, it, it's almost always a good spot to, to go, you know, expect the other thing to happen, right? So Lizardo pitched extremely well against the Cardinals a couple weeks ago. I believe it was six shutout innings. Um, and, and so I'll just, you know, a, a red hot offense like the Cardinals, one that we know can really hit. Like the Cardinals issue this year is not their ability to hit the ball. I mean, they have bats up and down that lineup. Uh, it's really been their pitching. So I'll take a lineup with Arenado and the studs that they have to be able to make an adjustment um, against Lizardo and, and get something out of this game uh, because they, he kind of shut them down last time. And then, it, you know, that's just the, the Marlins pitching in general, 5.59 team ERA over this stretch of 13 games where they're, you know, they've lost eight of 13. Um, the Marlins are going in the wrong direction. This team was, I never expected them to be more than a 500 team. I don't know if they'll fall that drastically back to 500, but I certainly think they're going to trend that way. And while I don't know if the Cardinals are going to come all the way back to win the NL Central, I think they will will be a more respectable team in the second half, uh, assuming they don't blow the team up and and this is the team that stays intact. And I think Mikolas will have a better second half. So at the price of minus 110, um, keeping the Marlins on the road, it, it all sort of added up. So this is a client play for me, 4% play on the Cardinals. I think it was like minus 110, minus 111. And my other 4%er is up for $9. So um, this is a 4%er, and I've posted uh, my other 4% play for Monday, uh, which is on my page for 9 bucks. Not only is it a trig 4%er for the number one guy at Wager Talk over the last year, it's in agreement with Marco D'Angelo. So we're looking at Cardinals on the money line as they take on the Marlins. That's the final best bet we have from the folks. But... We do have your gold sheet play of the day, and we're going back to the well on pitcher props today, and we want to take a look at the Nationals and Cubs game that's going tonight, and we're looking towards Drew Smiley of the Cubs under four and a half strikeouts against Washington. If you look at the trend, Smiley has stayed under this four and a half mark in seven of his last eight games. We want to take a look at the matchup. Smiley faced this Nationals offense back in May, only two strikeouts in seven innings pitched. And while the Nationals don't seem like they do anything consistently proficient, how about what they do against left-hand pitching? Left-hand starting pitchers only averaging 3.8 strikeouts per game against Washington this season. Each of the last four lefty starters to face the Nats have stayed under this total that we're looking at here, four and a half. And Washington's lineup, number three in strikeout rate versus left pitchy lefty pitchers this season all of that leaving us with the under four and a half strikeouts for drew smiley the clubs that's your or the cubs excuse me that is your gold sheet play of the day and for more breakdowns just like that go to gold 
www.thebrewhouse.com. And that'll do it on a Monday edition here. A nice little change in the lineup here, getting Trig DB and our man Marco D'Angelo. That's going to do it for us. I've been your host, Dan Alexander. If you want some more MLB info, maybe a little college football, a little Women's World Cup, why don't you check out Wager Talk today only on Wager Talk TV. <laughs>